Yeah, you heard that, right? <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Okay. Craig's so cool, man. Great. And, well, and you can hear me. I can hear you. I know this is effortless, right? This is a. Sh- I think back to the days of yore where we always had, uh, <laughs> you know, audio fuck ups. After yeah, the- no countdowns. No. Countdowns. God, that was such a. I don't know. I don't know why we started that way. I'm sure this existed. This existed six years ago. Absolutely. We're. Just, I'm just dumb. We're just uh, uh, not uh, technologically savvy. That that's my excuse anyway. Yeah, no hair savvy. <laughs> no or, hair savvy. No, we are hair savvy. We are hair savvy. Yeah. How's uh, the be- the beard oil business? By the way, is it still rolling? No, defunct. Eh, defunct. It's it's. it's Did uh, you at least move all the product? Uh, move. I mean, does it he count if it I around. moved it straight into the trash yeah, can? <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. we're moving a lot of product <laughs> these days. Can't that was the it. fastest. That was the biggest move I had. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the good news was that I didn't pay for any of it, it was all Kickstarter backed. Oh, great. So I didn't lose money, but I certainly didn't make my thousands. Mm, yeah i'm content with thousands i don't need millions i just need thousands i'll take i mean i'll take thousands i'll take hundreds hundreds is fine too you're down to dozens i don't know if i'd ever go (laughs) down to dozens dozens. (laughs) better than in the red i suppose yeah like a hundred dozens is a good that's a good dozen a hundred dozens (laughs) (laughs) that's funny a hundred dozens quick i need a hundred dozens (laughs) Mm, well, um, I don't know. I, I, Josh always starts it, so I guess we've started. Um, yeah, I I was thinking about that going in. I was like, "Who's gonna?" I mean, do you want to start it? Chip? I know. I'm. I mean, I don't know if this metaphor makes sense, but I definitely like to play black and chess. I'm not. I don't like to make that first move. Mm. I like to wait. I like mm-hmm. to stay back and let someone else move their pawn or yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you're a reactor you move... i'm a reactor yeah. I, yeah i'm sort of letting everyone know my power on the podcast as a, as a reactor it's sort of scary taking over as um instigator uh that's a good description of of your co-host i think an instigator yeah it <laughs> really resonates I, with me i gotta figure out how to get craig out of here i'm seeing <laughs> as much craig as you <laughs> oh there my we God. go yeah we're sweet we we have decided by the way this is when will it end i'm gonna just do uh, it yeah just do it unless you want to do it no, so, no. offers out there no 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 it's all you buddy okay mm. this is when will it end <laughs> this is a movie podcast um we watch the movies and we tell you if they're good mm-hmm. oh this was that went pretty well yeah. Um. We ch- typically start with number one and go to number two, but also we typically start with Josh. And Josh is, I'm gonna be, I'm actually gonna be nice. Josh is ha- taking a, a lovely break. Um. He's visiting <laughs> relatives. He's going to dead concerts. Um. And yeah, so he's doing his thing, which is a much needed break from this. <laughs> and uh, we have a wonderful. Um. I don't know. Do you want to just be a co-host? Uh. Yeah. Do you want to still be a guest? Host. Could I yeah. be a guest host? It feels like wow. that's a sweet little. That's a nice. 
Yeah, I love that. A guest host. It also sounds nice to say. Much mm, like a guest host. A hundred dozens. We have a guest host. A <laughs> hundred dozen. Uh, actually, I don't even know your name anymore. Jesse Rose Kennedy? Uh, I forgot. No, no. Switch the last one. It's Jesse Rose Pulitzer. You went with Pulitzer? Yeah. You're more of a Pulitzer guy than a Kennedy guy. Well, you know, uh, I've always had a hyphenated last name. When I got married, we knew that we weren't going to add another. Oh, we were going to have come Rose on. Pulitzer Kennedy. That's it's sick. already so hard to... Uh, fill out any government paperwork with that yeah. that number of yeah do you actually you probably get capped out sometimes well when i was taking the well i guess the regents or the sats whatever requires a scantron uh test um jesse pulitzer kennedy would not fit in the uh the name bubbles that they would mm. give you i guess it's That's- just too much is that the best test um no i don't i think that might be the best test (laughs) what the sat well not no just anywhere you get to fill in circles oh oh yeah it's a pretty good method of measuring things it's good it it, bubbles it looks nice they always tell you like you have to it's very specific rules you have to i feel like to bring it to our our category today like this feels like a test that um what was his name John Hawks? No, Rufus <laughs> Hawk, Wolf Hawk. I don't know. Shane the Wolf. Shane, Shane the Wolf. wolf. I, this is a uh, kind of test. Shane would be well early. Shane. Early there's Shane there's many versions of Shane in the pacifier. Bit, uh, as the pacifier goes along, yeah. But yeah, this is um we're um I'm talking with uh, Jesse. <laughs> Jesse, what's it? Rose Pulitzer. <laughs> it's Jesse Rose Pulitzer. But you but, introduced yourself as PK. Do you still own that moniker, or is that now um, just a defunct? No, it's like some my of the old guard. beard oil. <laughs> like your beard oil. Now some of the old guards still call me uh, PK. Um, I'll I'll respond to it certainly. Okay. I mean, you're in. Uh, I mean, not to. You, we can beep this out if you aren't comfortable <laughs> with it. But you're discard. Disc. Discard. Disc. Discard. This word. This word is hard. funny. Discord name. Yeah. PK Fire. Yeah. Shouldn't I, it be? I don't know. Fuck! I already forgot. R. 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 P. R. P. R. P. R. P. G. Um. I mean. No names, man. I, you know, wow. What, what should sick, be a name? I don't know. That's a sick take. <laughs> names, names, man. So yeah, we typically do Name franchises, ball. but now that Josh is um gone, we're um I hope he comes back, but for now he's gone, and uh, we're we are doing a one-off non-franchise. We should have been a franchise. Maybe that's what this really should have been. Should have been a four-part franchise about the life. <laughs> And experiences of one special agent. What was his name? Ha- Shane. <laughs> Shane Wolf. Shane Wolf. Shane Wolf. Yeah. Um, so we, this is a special Father's Day non-franchise that you came up with. Right. And yeah, I think, I think it was fun. I don't know. Uh, I love a Father's. I feel when we were coming up with this for Father's Day specifically, it felt mm-hmm. like. I mean, you just knew right away that the 
the dad dies. There's there's a lot of dead dad talk in this movie. But is there enough, I guess, is um, the question. No. No. I mean, I have a lot of notes for okay. the writers of this film. <laughs> and I think we most viewers probably did as well when it came out in 2005. Um, but we could have had a little more dead dad talk, I think. A little less poop. There's so uh, much poop in this movie. And yeah. it's upsetting. I mean, to- it reminded me of... Um... I just watched, we almost talked about Mad God, which I thought had a lot of poop in it, but we honestly chose, if we're looking for poop, maximum poop films, we really chose the right one. Oh my God. Yeah. I I think it's pretty close between Mad God and uh, the pacifier in terms of, I mean, there's literally a sequence where Shane Wolf jumps in a roiling, uh, an underground yeah a river of poop and then walks home can you imagine that walk i i guess it was like he we really needed the gag of him like walking into the home uh covered in poop we needed that (laughs) there were so many times in this movie where i was like is this a joke like are they doing this to make me laugh at this moment you know, this is this is I think Vin's. You know, we I, we thought it'd be fun for you to come on for this episode as well because you're our, our, you're a famous car head, not just the cars, but you started off as our Vin car head. You That's you were a frequent, awesome. or at least a one time guest. It felt like you were sort of a part of the the Furious verse. Ah, thank but you. But I think maybe you just did seven. I think I so. Remember. I I yeah. like to cast a long shadow, and and you know, yeah. it kind of feels like I'm there, even though I'm not. Yeah. There. And then, um, yeah, so we thought, oh, this is more, this is a Vin. We've done a lot of Vin shit. Our first Patreon episode mm. is about The Last mm. Witch Hunter. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. a little bit of Vin heads over here. And I think what's magical about Vin is that you never, he's not funny Mm-mm. if he's no. trying to be funny, but he's hilarious. And it's like, it does, maybe I'm all wrong. Maybe he knows he's being funny and he's also very good at not being funny on purpose. But this movie is hilarious. And I just don't know if, what they thought was funny was what really landed yeah. as yeah. a joke. I, I think the moments where, I mean, I was cackling from the opening moments of the film. Like as soon as the title card comes up, I'm laughing, but I considering <laughs> the, like it's a action sequence to start the film where like, they try to the seal team is trying to rescue this scientist or whatever like security also the plot uh (laughs) so whatever this guy is doing the seal team is trying to rescue him and i i is that was hilarious that was more funny than any of the um the hijinks that the kids get into later on in the film for me i think i mean especially so they're navy seals you imagine they I don't know. There was one shot where you could see that they were like four miles away from shore, <laughs> but the rest of the shots all make it appear as though they're in the middle of the Atlantic. And I just wasn't yeah. sure if were they swimming for days to get to the spot where they could intercept the boat. It's just like it's a it is a lovely this movie came out in fucking 2005. So it should have been well yeah. beyond the like 90s era bullshit where you mm. could just 
pretend that reality doesn't exist? This feels a little late. Like this is after the Dark Knight, right? No, no. Dark or same Knight was, year. This was the same year as Batman Begins comes. Batman out. Begins. Okay. Yes. Um, but but it becomes immediately clear that the filmmakers don't care. Like they just want to do like get through this first plot dump, like all set up, and they they really don't care about it at all. Um, cause it, it's all just getting Vin to this place where he can start getting poop all over himself. <laughs> like, like they really don't care about any of that opening stuff. I, I didn't think, and that's clear from like the casting, like the guys that play the other SEAL team members. Mm. Oh my well God. Beautiful like location scouts. Like they do not <laughs> look, they're just like, yeah, we need, we need a couple guys to like come in and play a seal team they honestly like, looks like cast them they looked like um what was his name Merg mergy mergy it looked no i think you're right it looked like mernie's like high school the seal team looked like they could have just been doubles for the the high school students that were on the wrestling team yes and it was mernie brad garrett's character is vice principal Dwayne mernie he's funny he was uh, good he he's he's doing a lot with what he has. I think. I was yeah, really he, trying to yeah. think about which actor in this film is is doing the best job. Because well, hey, we have a whole segment about that. So <laughs> I hope you thought a little bit. Oh, definitely. I'm st- I'm still not sure. I'm not sure okay, where great. I fall yet. But uh, I yeah, usually I mean, don't pay I, attention. I just finished this film. Like wow. That's oh man! I'm I wish I could go back. Pretty hot, honestly. I feel like there are some major regrets, and like FOMO is way more a thing. But like, and YOLO, and maybe that's twenty years ago. I can't really remember, but I do feel like the thrill of being a part of the pacifier and getting to the end of it. I am, <laughs> I am not even twenty four hours away from that, and I already feel like I've lost something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I still have that blistering. Oh, 2005 God. soundtrack rattling yeah yeah brain. yeah what was it good charlotte what the fuck is that band called <laughs> good charlotte yeah um, a classic of the bus era the the smash mouth song in it is as soon as smash mouth comes on i i just Whoa. get a big old grin across my face mm. a smash mouth grin that's smash. maybe what that's yeah, why they're called was smash that, was that what they were know. going for I don't know. I'll have to talk to them. Yeah, please. Yeah, it's it's a it's a weird. It's a Disney movie. It raked. It raked in money. This is the fucking. It it did. Yeah, it's the in the top twenty grossing films of two (laughs) thousand. It beat out. I mean, obviously, you know, sometimes like it beat out. Um, what's it called? Goodbye, Mr. Baby Boxer. What's that fucking movie called? Million Dollar Uh, Baby. Yes, Goodbye, Um, Mr. Baby Boxer. Yeah, and. Like obviously that's maybe a low budget Oscar pick that probably got more money the next year, but like the things that it beat out are pretty amazing. The <laughs> fact that it, it's like in the running with you know like the Forty Year Old Virgin, which is maybe one of the most popular comedies ever made. Really, wow! Walk the Line, huh. like it beat out Saw Two and The Aviator, mm. which is like Scorsese and Leo. Oh, it's like right. what the fuck is this like unheard of? Vin Diesel joint before he was really even that pa- famous raking in like over a hundred million dollars 
Mm, and it's uh, it's like, yeah. No, I think that this is in a weird way. Like this is one of those moments in Vin's career where he's kind of at the height of his power because mm. he has done Pitch Black. He's yep. done Fast and Furious. He's done Triple X. Oh, and then you're right. Like Chronicles of Riddick, the follow up to Pitch Black. Like he is building franchises at this. Wow. Point. Um. Yeah. And then I stand corrected. The passive, I, I, I didn't know that it made so much money, but the fact that it did, frankly, I'm a little surprised that it didn't like that. This didn't become a franchise. Um, tenpole, you know, because I yeah, it's there's the plot is so thin, like there's no way that writers weren't like banging around a couple ideas for the pacifier too. Right. But what would you call it? First of all, I don't know. It's like, it's a tricky, the name is, I think this is sort of like the obvious, um, correlation is like Arnie and like junior, but even they got, it sounded like a sequel to junior, but those, those boys work together again, making more goofy shit. What was the other one? Twins? Which one came first? Mm, I think maybe Who cares? Maybe twins. Yeah. But um uh, it's like, yeah, there I think I don't know. I like that's the thing is he makes franchises, but like the thing about Pitch Black, as we learned from our Riddick verse, is that the only reason why that's a built franchise is that he fucking built it himself. Like okay. studios wanted nothing to do with it. Yeah. And like, yeah, obviously fast in the franchise, but like I mean, people could argue that I mean, The Rock and and Jason are more a part of that success. He seems to be a little bit of a turd. And no one really mm-hmm. likes him very much. So I don't know. He Which seems like maybe... Got, like, Charles, I will fully cop to... Like, I just eat Vin's bullshit up. Like... You love him. You love I'm, his... I'm big on the Vin. I don't know why. I Maybe it's his so voice. What's his, what's his cutest? I feel like this might be his, his like, peak cute. There are a couple moments in this. I mean, I honestly think that he, in in saving Private Ryan, he's like like wow, this guy's magnetic. This mm-hmm. this guy's just absolutely the cutest. Which is like one of the things that built you know, broke him onto the scene. Um, I think he's handsome. I think he's I he's I don't think he's is- handsome, and I don't think he's hot in this movie. I think he. Is cute. You, you don't fall for his smile like a little bit. You're not like, hmm. no, not really. Dude. I find him. I don't know. He's a, he's a he's a big fat zero for me. He doesn't mm. do he doesn't like. He doesn't do anything. I find him to be like. I thought the tit talk was funny. That was an interesting. Yeah, that was interesting. So yeah, the the point of this movie oh, yeah. is. A um a, a murderer for the state fails in his one task, and <laughs> a, just like all failed murderers, is just sort of given a more boring place where they can potentially murder other people. So he is um, it's so weird. Like this would never happen. You are he's supposed no. to keep this one guy alive. Nope, he doesn't do it. The guy dies uh, very quickly, but- and immediately his next assignment is to take care of the dead guy's kids. <laughs> Wait, but this is how little the writers and the director gave a shit about any of that. Like, 
they don't show the death. Like there's absolutely no emotional stakes put on this man dying other than like, of course we like learn that the kids like love their dad. They thought he was fine. Yeah. Arguably not a good dad. Like they say they, they, they love him, but like that house is a complete mess and the kids kind of suck. Um, wow. You think, do you think Vin did it right? You think his, um, I think the movie thinks, Vin did it right. Yeah. Like when they all get together at the end, spoiler alert, like Vin wins. Like he does, he successfully does everything and he gets to, I guess, go on a date with Lauren Graham. A romance that, like, why? What the f- why? Do I don't. That? <laughs> yeah. It's a weird. <laughs> weird. Why it's add like that? I don't know. And I don't, I don't really want this to come off the wrong way because I think all, all people are beautiful, but it's like, she seems like just cast, she seems like, not like a matter of beauty, but just like, she seems like the kind of person that would be cast in like a Disney TV show, and yet somehow she's leading opposite Vin Diesel. Like, how that's amazing. Vin is, I mean, I know the answer to this, but... I don't. But What's the question? How old is Vin in this movie? Like, how old is that? 28. No, he's 37. <laughs> he's so cute. He's so cute. How old is she? Is like is Grandpa? is this one? I don't know who's this, who is this person. Is she famous? She seemed, she seemed to know her name. Yeah, I mean, she was on a bunch of TV shows. I think. Oh Jesus Christ! What is the name Dis- of that show? Disney Gilmore TV Girls. shows. No, Gilmore oh. Girls. She's like the mom on Gilmore Girls, uh, and I think that's like how she came to fame. But she was on Parenthood, um, a bunch of other shows, and some movies. But mo- mostly a TV star, I'd say. Um, okay. I like her, honestly. I again, I, I'm she's very like, into her. yeah, yeah. She's like, what's his name? She's like, was given absolute trash, and she salvaged it to a moderate degree. I think everyone right. did, except for Vin. We can talk about Vin's antics in a bit, but like, I do feel like the kids were given the hokiest, shittiest oh, storylines to try to, and they are honestly captivating. I really loved all these children. I, I think the the kids that talk do good do pretty good work. Oh um, yeah, the poopers out. I don't want any none of the poopers the stole my heart. There God. there are two young children who just poop and fart and cry and don't want them. It's fucking painful to watch. I honestly blame the uh the ad campaign for this movie and other movies like it for my aversion for changing diapers. I really think that like this has <laughs> ruined a bunch of people's ability to change diapers. Oh, wow. Well, I'm really sorry I that I said, I sent you one clip because I was bored and thought it was hilarious, but I only thing I sent you through text while watching it was the diaper changing scene. Yeah. Um, well, which was, I remember when this came out, like I saw the, like the pooping has a lot to do like that's heavy in the promotional materials honestly damn i should have watched the trailer i'm going to i'm going to play it for audiences this is going to sound like shit probably but this is this is my favorite scene oh wait oh i don't think that's coming through fuck i'll pop it in i have it throw it in there 
Ah, technology. But he he calls all the the children red leaders and red one and two, and he's just like screaming at this fucking like nine month old for farting. He's like red zero, red baby. Oh, I hate you, red baby. I love that he calls the baby red baby. Red baby. There's a couple in this movie where he says baby. Like when he's meeting the family for the first time, he says, "Ma'am." baby like he addresses the baby as yeah baby. that shit's that shit's funny then a comedian like showcase how uncomfortable he is well he's a military master you know and hey his dad wasn't around no he we learned that so he and sees was mom. wow so he was just a mm, who cares he was a loner yeah. baby loner baby um he he sees the world in um discipline and rules and and whether you're a bad guy or a good guy he's a classic dad yeah and you know um i mean my dad you know he he didn't call me by my name he just kept called me blue baby until i was old enough to earn a real name that look at you now i wonder if my dad would like this movie i don't think so i don't think too too silly no no i mean i don't think that i cared for it myself yeah i mean honestly it is better than a total dud like i i I found some things like this movie is terrible the plot is like they don't care about what's happened there's a whole subplot where the reason why he has to be there, the best they had was mom has to go to Switzerland to get something out of a bank account. This is and then, so Yeah. Dumb. She it's gets so there and a literally like a, a chocolate eating S- Swissman is, <laughs> right. is like, we need the password. And then they spend two weeks guessing passwords we're supposed to believe. I guess they op- like that bank opens for business. Yeah. There's the, the password. Walks in yeah. And spends the next eight hours conservatively <laughs> guessing <laughs> words. Like that can't be real. Like if you tried to do that on a computer, you'd be stopped after five guesses. But in Switzerland, <laughs> you're just like you're allowed to just guess for days until and I love that the Swiss guy's just like, I know what it is, but yes. I won't tell. He even gives you're her a hint. Two weeks. Six. so that's yeah that's how the, that's the plot is he's only supposed to be there for a day while they quickly run around and get what was they even what were they getting like the key the password so they don't even know they're like we God, have to no wonder go. i didn't know they go to switzerland to open up a safety deposit box that the dead dad did something with they're also like uh, Lieutenant Shane Wolf or whatever, you stay here and look after the kids and also look around the house to see if the yeah. program's in the house. So, like, they're doing this thing where both of them are, like, looking around and it turns out that, like, the safety deposit box has a key in it and then Shane yeah. Wolf, like, finds a door. Yeah. That sequence is also... We're gonna get there. That door shit was so, the, whole, the whole subterranean oh layer god. was like, oh my god, I couldn't take that. 
that was, that was a, that's an example of like what is, is this supposed to be funny maybe this yeah. is this thing that this is a disney movie it's for kids right in a way that's the frightening thing is that this is intended for children and if i'm a child mm-hmm. which i'm yes. not well. but if i was what do i get out of this movie right like what do i actually like of the 198 million dollars spent taking adults and kids to this movie what did anyone get out of it like <laughs> 95 I mean, minutes of like shenanigans you know yeah there's the well message? it's a i mean the message is that if you it's okay to be like a militaristic disciplinarian as long as you like um are okay that your son is gay mm. like <laughs> or or if your kid's a pooper like you it's like not that no he, one, learn? he learns that he needs to open his heart to his shitty children and maybe just maybe he can have his own one day uh, i like the nazi subplot okay so when a, a full-on swastika <laughs> arm whipped out was, of the prop department in this movie i gasped yeah i gasped i was uh I I think that was a little that should have taken more time to resolve given it's like that was intense that was like a cloud over ten minutes of the movie where it's like is this kid like he he cuts his hair he dyes it blonde and then they find a swastika band in his in his locker I'm like holy shit is this Disney movie going here well it's also like uh the the armband comes out. Vin Diesel is nonplussed about the whole yeah. thing. He's automatically like, nope. I'm sure there's a logical explanation other than this kid has become a, like a alt-right fucking lunatic. Yeah, it's wild. Even like the the like this the principal who's we're led to believe is very good at her job and the like the best facilitator and of the school is like it doesn't even matter that much. Like there's no talk about what this could mean or it's just like, it's just like this weird subplot. Why did, I guess it was an easy thing to do because they own the rights to the sound of music. Yeah. And I just pull it. I was really thinking like this movie basically doesn't exist. Like there's a setup and then there's a conclusion and in the middle it's just various vignettes of Vin Diesel mm. getting into shenanigans. Vin debts, if Vin, you will. Vin debts. Vin, Vin, I don't know. It sounds the same. Vignette. <laughs> yeah, it just would be a vignette. Vignette, mm. yeah. I guess you could spell it differently, right? Because there's a yeah, G probably. in the... It's not really... A, it's more of a visual gag. Yeah, this might be a visual medium. I'll uh, make sure... I'll do... um a post about this one please, make sure everyone please. sees it but yeah it's true it's it's just um endless vignettes <laughs> just endless of them uh, never never stopping there's poop like jokes i mean dude the fucking fight scene was pretty sick when I mean, that was the, when the neighbors come in and they're like ninjas yeah <laughs> kicks, i kicks them I think the fight choreo in that sequence took me that's also a critical moment in the movie because like that's when the kids realize 
they are in danger and they stop being so shitty. Like when the kids are shitty at the first part of the movie, it's painful to watch because everybody is just beat. Like the acting is worse. The plot Mm -hmm. points are worse. It's everybody's just like, Oh my God, I can't believe we have to deal with this for like, it feels like, can you imagine if the writers had decided that that was the vibe for the whole length of the film, very nervous that it was going to wait till much later in the film for that turn to happen. Yeah. Cause I, I think that would have been a worse end product, honestly. Yeah, no, it's, it's a shitty movie. I would never show this to my kids. If I ever have kids, this is definitely not, it's not going in. This is no. like Die Hard for Kids, where it's like, it's okay to be a fascistic nightmare because there are true threats out there. Totally. And the only reason why you should behave is because, you know, you might get murdered or I'm going to murder you. Just, it's going to end in murder unless you're not polite to me. God. So this movie sucks. But that fight scene, it was, that was a fucking ripper. He spins that, that little guy was, around, kicks him. Yeah. yeah and like fun. the way they incorporate the toys is really fun. Like, God. Oh my God, that room. Can you imagine oh if God, you were a yeah. child with a room like that? No, honestly. Fucking so many stuffies. Toys galore. Oh, can we also talk about... This is not an MVP, but the duck. The yeah. whole thing with the duck. A dick biter. <laughs> a, who, like, understands commands. Like, like whispered... <laughs> Bite his dick. Hey, when, then, when, when I say so, God, just bite him in the dick. And then, now, Gary, now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But, I mean, granted, if, if Vin lovingly whispered in my ear to bite someone in the dick, I would do it. No, you just said what he choice would I... for you. Yeah, but... Did you really follow his instruction in that moment? I think so. I think I would... Um recognize the severity of the situation enough to trust him mm, mm. it's all yeah. about trust. he's strong too remember that murley guy murney marnie whatever his fucking name is like, dude you look like you got legs sticking out of your head <laughs> that shit was awesome can you imagine if you like i don't know we talk about all sorts of you know ways we can treat people badly but i guess the big man does get a lot of unnecessary talk about his big body yeah that is yeah. accurate. Poor Vin goes into a, a just a regular principal's office and he's just leered he's at roasted. by Murney. Immediately roasted. Yeah. No, it was, but it was a it was a respectful roasting. He loves his ar- leg arms. Oh, true. Murney yeah. wants leg arms. I don't really know what Murney <laughs> wants. What this was the weirdest subplot is that this the oh, child wow. the boy. Red mm. 2, because I actually don't remember his fucking name, so I'm going to call him Red 2. Red 2 is accurate, I think. Okay, yeah. Red 2 joins the wrestling team. It's like, it's a fucking elective. And then he has the courage to quit? And Murney's like, makes fun of him all the time and hates him, and then is like pissed off that Murney quit. It's like, I don't get it. No one seems to like this relationship. Yeah, this this teacher should be very pleased that this kid is not his problem anymore. Yeah. But maybe it's a classic uh, Stockholm syndrome from a, a, a reverse, mm. Um, mm. whatever, um, intra-linked um, Stockholm <laughs> syndrome. Oh, yeah, boy. The, yeah, it's really serious. They both <laughs> can't classics. imagine 
living apart. So we're talking franchising. That would be a cool franchising bid. Is like if Red Two and Murney. I think if Murney, if there was a second film, Murney mm-hmm. would feature pretty heavily. I mean, he does have the final shot, like the final shot of the film. <laughs> That's true. Red Parrot in a nun's outfit. Yeah. Like mugging to the camera. Yeah. As the curtain goes down on The Sound of Music. Mm, a film within a film. Indeed. Play within a film, but it's based on another film that they own um, the copyrights to. We haven't talked at all about the director of this film, uh, Adam Great. Shankman. Oh, yeah. He's actually a mild... He's a big name. Big, yeah. I so he don't... Did, well, he did step up, I think. Well, make sure... Don't just... You gotta. You can't just say shit oh, like oh, that. Oh, oh. Uh, say, I think. He produced Step Up. That's close enough. That's a, that's an that's an involvement. Ooh boy! Okay, two thousand five was an interesting year for him because he did The Pacifier and Cheaper by the Dozen. Oh two. right. And they both starred the same person. Cheaper by the no, they did not. Y- yeah. Well, maybe starred is a bit of a stretch, but um. Red 3 is in both. Red 3 is in three films. Cheaper by the no Dozen, shit. Pacifier, and Cheaper by the Dozen 2. So she was in full Shankman mode in 2005. Holy. And then that was the end of her career, I think. And maybe she was in TV. I'm not sure. I mean, maybe she just made enough money to uh, to retire. Fuck. Her parents decided that dozen to... money? That hundred dozens she finally got? She so many dozens. Oh my god, that's the dream. What was her name? Morgan uh, York, I think. Morgan York, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, she was on Han, 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 Hannah Montana. But honestly, oh. that was it. 2010. Career ended. Yeah. Wow. Sad. I, I mean, mean, I'm not... I'm gonna... Really good for her. I don't know. Fuck. I don't know. She was what? 2010, she was 17. Yeah, maybe she just did normal shit after that. That's crazy. Yeah. She was 17 when she quit a career. Fuck. <laughs> I'm still waiting on that for me. Yeah. That must be nice. Quit a career. Uh, On the Wikipedia page for Adam Shankman, it says, personal life. The the opening line is one line of this paragraph just says, Shankman is openly gay. That's it. That's it. Interesting. Interesting personal life. (laughs) Anything else? Anything else in there? The personal life? That's the main one. That's it. Okay. Oh, he officiated the wedding of actors Freddie Prince Jr. and Sarah Michelle Gellar, a good friend of his with whom he worked while choreographing Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Wait, what? He was involved in Buffy? I guess he choreographed it. Huh. Uh, I guess that makes sense. He's a step-up guy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he must be a little um, a fan of the dance, I guess. Step-up is oh, the... Yeah. The like teens dancing movies. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think Shandy actually someone wanted us to do that. Uh, yeah, they're <laughs> they're fine. Yeah, there's a lot of them too. I don't know that we'll yeah. ever do that. I I feel like I can't imagine you and Josh sitting through five or six. But you have you have surprised me with your stick-to-itiveness. If you can make it through five cars and planes movies, mm, boy, yeah. Sorry to bring hey, it up. Bring on the dance. 
That's right. He did bring in down the house, which I've never seen, but I've Ooh, I remember watching in a do rag, right? Yeah, I think so. I I don't know. I just remember the Ebert and Roper, or maybe yeah, I think it was it was the other Siskel and Ebert or Ebert and Roper like review of it, and yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe we if you ever need to come back on the cast, we can just be your you could be a Shankman guy for a little bit, and we could check out that. Please. Um. Okay. Eugene Levy's in it. How can it be bad? Bring it down the house. Yeah. Uh, we love him. Yeah, I mean, um, speaking of actors that are sort of weird, like we have the Murney guy who's actually, I keep calling him Murney, but he's a, he's a famous guy. Yeah, What's his name? Red, Red, yeah. yeah, he's funny. He's a good actor, he, I think, good, right? He is a really funny, I mean, hmm. Yeah, he's pretty, he's good. He yeah. he knew his role. Like he's just kind of this enormous man. Like I think he was very good in stage productions and then had success like he was the brother in Everybody Loves Raymond and that was like his big yeah. thing. And he just kind of had bit parts other than that. I mean, he's he's a big dude. He's a big dude and he kind of looks goofy. Um, yeah, I mean, he's been on the cast before. He was uh, a big part of Night at the Museum franchise. Oh, yeah. Like he was in all three of those. Like we've seen him. He's funny. And then also we gotta talk Carol. I know. The strangest, <laughs> like was se- like mildly literally. serious actor um doing the most batshit performance as a Transylvanian babysitter. <laughs> the sequence where she's trying to get out of the house and Vin is trying to tackle her and make her stay. Um really had me cackling again not necessarily for the reasons that i think the filmmakers wanted but yeah it brought me joy did you um like it when she fell down the stairs instead of in no i did not laugh i did not laugh at that at all and it made me upset i think there's something about getting older i'm almost 40 and the the thought of falling down hardwood stairs is like truly traumatic god it's fucking terrible but as a kid like i used to throw myself down the stairs for fun so um maybe the children thought that was funny but carol i just want to make sure carol's safe i i'm sure the stunt woman that performed that did uh was just fine i don't know i think i only would have liked it if it was an obvious cut and then it turned into like a doll and then cut at the bottom of the stairs, and then it was Carol again. That would yeah, with a, with a sock on her head. I like that sock. Yeah. Something okay. about a, a clean sock is some good-ass comedy. Yeah. The way all of the uh, things from the laundry basket just fly in the air. It's classic. Yeah, it's, it's like in Monsters, Inc. Remember the, the clean sock in Monsters, Inc.? Gets that little boy in all sorts of trouble. Right. Yeah. Or uh, in Harry Potter... Uh, too when they get sure 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 yeah gets dobby yeah gets dobby out of all sorts of trouble that's right damn we'll have to do those i I don't know josh i don't know (laughs) if he ever really is up for it but that'd be fun to enter the world of dobby um i think carol kane is a lot of fun in this um i thought she was going to come back at the end though like I thought that she was somehow going to be like a servant. Right, right, right. Yeah, she just what? leaves. What leaves and she never comes back. 
<laughs> There's no resolution. She just uh, has had it with these kids. She's had it with Vin. And she gets in a cab, leaves about 20 minutes into the film, and we never see her again. Yeah, that's I enough. Sure. She was going to come back or she was like going to be a villain. Oh, no. shit. That would have been better than the, the fucking neighbors. That bummed me out so much, dude. When yeah. the neighbors were the villain and they're nor- they're supposedly North Korean, that fucking mm-hmm. bummed me out. Yeah. It was a propaganda film. Yeah, weird. I don't know that. I mean, I know that North Korea has always sort of been like an issue state for us, but it's like, it's, I don't know, like really North Korea? That's the one they went with in 2000. Like, really? 2005? We're fresh out of 9 11. We are like, shock and awe is in this movie. The little red two is like, you're going to shock and awe my door and then just like expect <laughs> me to. Shock and awe my door. Oh, fuck. That shit was funny. I mean, he's right. Red 2 is right. Ben's like, oh, fix that with a hammer and some nails. And he's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? You can't fix that with some hammer and some nails. And then um, they resolve. Out of the many things they don't choose to resolve, they do resolve that Vin can fix a door with some hammer and some nails at the end of the movie. Uh, but for the rest of the film, uh, I guess he, that teenage boy just has a curtain in oh, front no. of him. I mean, I guess all teenage boys should just be separated from privacy by a curtain. I don't want to know what's happening in that room. No. I think there's naughty things happening in there. Okay, so you're pro-door. You're pro-door for teenage boys. Yeah, for all children. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, speaking of um, Red 2, I think we've sort of let the Nazi thing hang in the air long enough for our listeners, so I guess we could resolve it now, that it is not the case that Red 2 is a Nazi. He is a mere thespian on the stage. That's right. Yeah. Um, when when they take that turn, that I feel like that is also when I was like, oh, that, this is kind of fun. <laughs> this is a fun moment in the film. Yeah, I mean, it does the shit that all this shit, it's just like, just shit, man. This movie's just shit. It's just like, you plug in. I mean, it's funny that we're talking like, now we're talking algorithm movies. Like al- Movies have been algorithmically written by humans forever. And this yeah. shit's just like, oh, we have four kids two teenagers um a girl scout and two farters we'll basically just lump those kids in together they don't yeah. peter panda never says a goddamn thing no he so. just he shits he loses dude when he's in the fucking chucky this is cheese crazy thing, and then he loses his pants and then vin dives in for that poopy diaper i was like enough Fucking leave me be with all of this shit in this movie. Do you, do you have to get permission to show like an eight year old or no, I guess he's four. Like how, but that kid's old. You're showing this big bare ass and penis of like a, there are a couple a little, bare ass and penises because the babe, we see the baby's penis for a second. I keyed into that very quickly. I mean, I knew you would fucking I, I mean, bastard. Yeah. But no, it's uh, it's, it's I never know what that means. Like I'm so happy now we're just using CGI babies because nothing yeah. can happen. But it's like the parent like are there literally parents signing off as like, yeah, you can show my four year old's dick in I the know. pacifier. I, the parents shouldn't even be able to make that decision. The yeah. It's just like the paycheck anyway. For a joke? For a poop joke? You're gonna show this four year old's 
I wonder bathing if suit they, area. And I'm not involved in contract negotiations. I've said it many times on this pod and other pods. Mm-hmm. Still, but we have to still, check in every time. Yeah, still not doing it to this day. I'm not involved in these uh, conversations with talent, but I do wonder if the parents were offered more money so that they could do that gag. God, it's like disgusting. I mean, show business. Wow, that's show business. That's show business. That is show business. That's show business. That's what that song's about. Right? There's no business like show business. Yeah. Like showing your child's... Oh, it's God. called show business. They I guess so. It's, it's just so weird. I just like... It's so off-putting. Like why this doesn't need to be in my like fucking kids movie is... I, I don't know. Anyway, it's it's weird and made me uncomfortable. And But now I'm probably making you uncomfortable just talking about it. So, But it's a bad joke. It's, the poop yeah. jokes never end. And I mean, kids like poop jokes though. So maybe that's like... You know, people talk about kids' movies that adults can enjoy. You got to have some shit there. Otherwise, the kids are going to get bored. Is there anything... I remember when we were doing the Cars franchise that, like, the Lasseter crew would, like, try to sneak in adult things Mm -hmm. for, like, ooh, like, the kids won't get it. But, man, the parents that are taking their kids to this movie, they're going to think this is really clever. Is Mm -hmm. there anything that in this movie like a, no, it, a something that like just totally goes over a kid's head but like a parent would enjoy i don't, I don't think, think so i mean this movie wasn't very enjoyable so <laughs> even if it went over their heads i don't but no i honestly this is a wholesome this is yeah. aside like the weird nudity aside like this is a, just a wholesome movie about a fascist who learns that it's okay to traumatize children because you may get love out of it too it really is a lot like Die Hard, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's like, oh, what's the they, fantasy where I can still be relevant even though I just helped murder these kids? Like, they hate me. I helped murder their dad. I was thinking about the section of Face Off where John Travolta with Nicolas Cage with John Travolta's face uh, is, mm. like, teaching the families like John Travolta's family about like protecting themselves and like living life to the fullest. And this has a little bit of that same vibe where like, there's a, like a, a big military man who like shows them self-defense and yeah, I'm just like wondering is like, how many movies are there like that? And how can I avoid them mm. at all costs? Well, I think you just look at the cast size, not the number of actors, but just if there's a big man in it. Mm. And that's a good step to avoiding the big man teaches violence to young children movies. Okay. The thing that was advertised to me... Yeah. What? I was just going to say, it's not foolproof. Little men can do it too, but, you know, at least you're starting somewhere. Um, I feel like this is... There are more movies that are like this that have come out recently, right? I don't like know. Fish out of water. Don't know what that like, is. What's that? You don't fish out of water. The concept. Oh yeah, I thought that was the yeah. name of a movie. Um, it should be. Okay, let's get out writing it. Wow, I thought you would. You going to start talking to talent now? Yeah, I'm going to start getting those uh those talent negotiations. You got projects. It's called Fish projects. Out of Water. 
It's about a big man. <laughs> and a little baby. Oh, my God. Uh, I want no, it. there's... What's the one that The Rock did? Because The Rock made a movie that's exactly like this. Yeah, the, we the, almost... The Tooth Fairy? Yeah, it's The Tooth Fairy. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's fucking Daddy Daycare and... I don't know what that's about, but it's oh, yeah. and like kindergarten cop. It's just like all this shit about like that's kindergarten cop is like a pure divorce dad fantasy movie. Yes, that is accurate. And it's yeah, it's just like what this was in that same era of Die Hard where it's just like what like men really are fragile creatures where confronted with women, you know, having a job, they're like, fuck, we got to create a cultural phenomenon around men being vital to uh, survival. And it's like, what? And that's like the whole, like they're, they don't add, need to add anything else. Like that is the whole movie. It's just the man becoming that. Yeah. I love that. He can't just like, like a normal person. Cause as a fascist, he like slightly learns that it's okay not to just brutalize children, but he still only finds uh, women attractive who are also fascists. It's like the fact that the principal is also a fascist really helps him stay true to who he is. Uh, they have a kiss at the end of the movie, and I like rating oh, kisses for movies. Yeah, yeah. That what would you say? Ball. You're going bad good. kiss. It wasn't good. <laughs> it was, well, they do the thing where it's like, lean in for the kiss, the music swells, and then the fucking record scratch when a kid's like, hey, what are you doing? Why are you kissing head? And then... But then they do the other thing where he's like, hey, baby, what about that kiss? And then they have the worst fucking kiss. I'd give it literally a zero. Yeah, it's... I don't think either of them had a good time with it. And I go to... I, I, you know, I want a good kiss in a movie. That, that bumps it up a star. Absolutely. So I, I hope this is a warning to everyone like us. If you want a good kiss, this is the opposite of a good kiss. It's not a good kiss. Fucking badass kiss. Sucked. Uh, we haven't talked at all about um, Brittany Snow, who I think is doing pretty good work in this. Well, I don't know who that is. The, that's the daughter. That's the... Oh, the older daughter? One. Red one. Red, Red one. one. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I think yeah. she does really well with this, honestly. So Yeah, we were talking earlier about this is like Father's Day movie. It's got dead dads. It's got fake dads. It's got violent dads. It's got every dad you can imagine. Um, and she, like, it's interesting that obviously Peter Panda and the, and the pooper aren't going to talk about their dead dad because they can't talk. Yeah, But like Lulu and Red 2 really don't talk about their dad at all. And I guess that makes sense. Like, you know, um, almost Nazi boy is probably going to keep like those feelings close to himself. True. But at the same time, like uh, uh, this goes back to the filmmakers not giving a fuck. about yeah, exactly. And honestly, yeah, go ahead. They, they are just at some point they're like, okay, we need to have at least, at least bare minimum one moment where they address the loss of the dad. And yeah. that's the, this scene with Vin Diesel and Brittany Snow where Vin kind of reveals a little bit about his past and coaxes mm -hmm. uh, a genuine uh, feeling out of Zoe, the daughter, which honestly I think was a good, I thought it was a good scene. I yeah, thought it was dude. a very good scene. 
I actually, I really, honestly, it's weird to say, but I, I thought that's was effective, and I think it's, it was nice. I liked that in this era, we're in this like weird era where so many movies. I don't know what started it, and it's probably been around forever. But there's been like this trend of like sci-fi horror drama where like it's all about overcoming grief, and there's like yeah. ooh a dead kid or a dead husband or a dead oh. wife, and it's just like that is stand like just the concept of a dead loved one is standing in for any actual work done by the movie and it's refreshing to have a movie where a dad dies in the opening scene and all that does is just set up bullshit set up a bunch of hijinks and and the one moment where they talk about it is actually a genuinely touching thing where you learn about her feelings and he opens up a little bit and it it, but it's not the focus like we get right back to the bullshit right after that and it's like I much prefer that to then like a shitty arrival clone where it's like we have to endure fake flashbacks to dead children and that's supposed to make me feel something. Like I like that like, yeah, no one's gonna feel anything about dead dad. So let's just fucking drop it and have that yep. be the start of something. It's in that moment, like the the film is fully realized because they get to check off that box and they get right back to the hijinks. Yeah. But it's still good. Like, Vin probably has his best scene of emotion. And then Brittany Snow's acting is extremely good, I think. Like, her just, like, being able to get this weight off of her shoulders. Extremely believable. She, I don't know how old she was in this, but, like, I feel like that sequence alone really proves her chops as a as a young actor that would like grow in to do more stuff yeah this is a chop filled um i like all of them i mean I'll, i'm i think it's probably time to start um you know sticking the pacifier in it so i i lulu gets my mvp i thought she fucking ruled she was funny yeah. she had some good tit jokes um but she was like over and over again um the funniest part of the movie and also like she didn't really have much action on her own. I guess she had the one. She had actually had a great fight scene against those oh, boys. Beating up the, the boys. Yeah, the dads to be one day. Yeah, she beat him up, and she, she was cool. But I, I don't know. I thought she was um fun, and I don't yeah. know. Everyone else was sort of a sad sack, and it was nice to see like my dad dead. Who fucking cares? Yeah, I like totally. that vibe. She had a good oh, vibe about her, dude. Okay, so one of the poopers, I think the mm-hmm. older pooper, not the baby. He has a moment where, like, uh, Vin is tucking him in, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I love you, Daddy." Oh, that's and right. Then, he does say something. That, I think that might be one line. Yeah, um, which was kind of interesting. <laughs> I was like, "Is Vin just supplanting their father at this point?" I think it really does show the like, you know, the just the transitive property of dad where like yeah. anyone in a baseball hat or cargo pants can just sort of fulfill the role. Yeah. There's another version of this movie where they get into what the dad was like a little bit. And then probably wisely, I mean, wisely we can say it for sure because of the box office returns. <laughs> uh, they decided, no, we're not going to get into that as heavily. We're just going to have this be a film full of hijinks. Yeah. That's the right call. Um, but yeah. So what did you think about speaking of the, the bedroom scene, like the big reveal was that 
in a Da Vinci Code esque um, like escape room <laughs> trap at the end uh, of the movie. Uh, he uh, uses like I thought it was goofy in some ways, but it really does show that like the only way that Mr. Hawk, no, Mr. Bear, what the fuck is his name? Dave Wolf. Wolf, Mr. Wolf. The only way Mr. Wolf could get to the end was because he spent time emotionally with the children enough to memorize this fucking stupid dance. That's true. And it's like, if we're talking about movies about like grief and overcoming shit, like it's a pretty heavy handed metaphor, but considering it's like a gag, it's yeah. actually, I don't know. It's doing a lot of work. And I think it's, um, it's not funny though. The problem is that no, it's, it's like embarrassing. I, I yeah. like, I, I go, I will go on the record over and over saying that acting is potentially the most embarrassing job you could ever have. And this is like the most embarrassing yeah. moment in the most embarrassing job, like doing this dumbass dance in front of a weird, silent hit actor. I fucking would have hated that. Yeah. But, but you know, but you know, this film supposedly uh, made Vin be like, I think I want kids. Really? Like he's a single 37-year-old actor. Yes. He's been on all of these movies. He has said uh, that the pacifier changed, like, kind of softened him to the idea of having kids. And he has kids. He has at least what? one kid now. So, like, That's how he ends the movie. Is this, like, a fucking biopic? or a? I think it kind of is. Wow. Damn. Uh, there's maybe uh, i should kill someone's dad (laughs) and then go hang out with their kids for a couple weeks and see if it i mean that could that's that is life-changing that could shake something up for you yeah he yeah he said he admits the pacifier made him yearn for fatherhood i loved the babies he gushes (laughs) wait can you do it in his voice i can't i'll try okay i love the babies he gushes on week that's Sylvester Stallone. That's yeah. But he says uh, on weekends I would be thinking about going back to set on Monday just to see the baby. It's a weird sense. You're all of a sudden going, I've got to see my baby. It had a dramatic effect on me. Well, I had to see my baby. I had to see my baby. Baby. It's funny. I like that. Vin. You're a true father, and this is like a celebration of fathers. Whether I don't know whether you're a dead one or a fascist one. True. I think this is a this is a great Father's Day movie. I don't know; it's not a great movie, but I think if you're going to celebrate Father's Day, like what are you going to do? You're going to fuck. I don't even know what you do, moms. Like, there's a lot of oh. moms get all the Instagram posts about power and how much they're awesome, and dads just get like shitty yacht rock remixes and. Like, this is better than a Yacht Rock Spotify playlist. But I feel, and I don't know this for sure, but I feel like Mother's Day is about appreciating all of the work that the mom did, whereas Father's Day is like, okay, you get to, like, go fuck off somewhere by yourself because you're so tired. Like, Father's Day is all about, like, like, the father doesn't want, like, like, the kids to make him food. And I, I like give him a, like a, a painting or like a little crayon <laughs> thing. Wait, is this he what you did for your mom? By himself. You're you're a crayon painter for mama. Uh, not in the past ten years, but I, okay. I, I put 
out a uh, a mean Crayola from yeah. time to time. I don't know what it means, but I our parents refuse to celebrate either. Anti-capitalist. Yeah, I hope so. Doubt it. <laughs> but one can one can speculate. No, I don't know why. My my dad probably I don't know. They just both said they claimed that get like having us was better than anything they could ever want, so they don't need to we don't need to mention it. <laughs> just keep it inside you how much you love us. Yeah. That was sort of the vibe in our household. For earlier. It's different now. Sure, sure. I guess so. So I well, guess I've I've chosen my MVP. Who's your MVP? Yeah. You said you this was a journey for you. you hadn't chosen at the start. I think I'm gonna fall on the same side as you. I think Borgen York is Lulu is doing really? the most. Um Brittany Snow as Zoe, aka Red One, was it was close because of that one scene, but I think the entire film is made better uh because mm. of that third daughter. Um, she gets you through some rough patches i will admit like there's some there's some lulls in this movie where it's like yeah you're sort of grasping for anything to keep you going and she was definitely a buoy in a in a sea of shit she's also the first and maybe this is something to do with it but like she's the first kid that starts to accept shane and like is interested in him and like she's just yeah for the least amount of time whereas like the older kids like everybody uh Everybody gets on the same page once the ninjas attack the house, but mm-hmm. she's like, she she's doing other stuff earlier in the film. So. That's why we love to have you on the show because your fucking eye opening film criticism. That's so true. <laughs> she she talks about his tits before anyone else. Oh yeah, <laughs> and yes, yeah, like I hate that. Like the fake shit where like kids are having to over. I mean, I guess it's not fake. I would probably never love Vin, but like the idea <laughs> that the conflict of the movie is like, how long are they going to hold out? Like, I sort of it is fucking refreshing to have one just be like, okay, you're my new dad. What, yeah. Let's do something. So yeah, she's fun. Um, she doesn't shit herself once, and uh, yeah, double MVP. That's fucking. What's your name, Morgan Kelly? Uh, <laughs> Morgan York. Morgan, Morgan York. York. Well, we'll send you. Tired at 17 years old. Fuck, think. Another a fucking another amazing. That's amazing. I would love to retire at 17. I mean, hopefully. Can't hopefully do it. She's happy out there. I don't Jesse. Know. Can't do it. I missed it by yeah, yeah, quite right. a long number of years. Yeah, sorry, bud. It's hopeless. Um, yeah. I guess now, uh, it's your kid to do that, though. Oh, hell yeah. I'll, I think um. My maybe that's the best thing I have. I can't invent a time machine, but I would if I were to go back in time. I've told this on the podcast. I would tell my kid to become a moderately okay um, field goal kicker to try to be in the NFL. I think like, that's yeah. the like least work to pay ratio. Totally, you're getting at least you're getting at least a million like a, a, year. a thousand dozens a year. I think you might get a couple th- dozens of thousands. Shit, man, that's too many. I can't do that math, but several yeah, dozens of thousands. I mean, it's practice. You'd have to do a lot of kicking. So if you don't like kicking, it's not ideal. But granted, you play like four, like you play five seconds yeah. a game. That's a that's like five seconds a game, and then some practice. Almost, yeah. you get to chill with your 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 teammates. Like you have so life. much time to think about other stuff. Oh my god! Yeah, plus but, you're not getting rocked in the head like every other fucking NFL. Right, player. they're penalties. 
they're they're too afraid to rock your head. Exactly. Otherwise, you are protected. Yeah, by fifteen yard penalties. Maybe they should right. do that instead of like execute. Like maybe police officers should be just giving out fifteen yard penalties instead of executing people. Yeah, agreed. That might work. I well, um, are you asking? I mean, it's not a franchise, but I guess so. This question might. Maybe we could change it for a non-franchise. Rather than, are you asking when will it end? Are you asking for more? When, when will it come back? When will it return? Uh, I'm pretty sure that there was... Okay. There's an article that says in December 2015, Vin Diesel said that a sequel was being written. Shit. I'm asking, when's it going to come back? Really? I, feel I, like... would wa- I would watch the second one of these. So the Murney, sure. yeah, the Murney um red two like it could be like um a Statham Rock spinoff like that we got for the Furious Verse that could yes. be fun, yes. But I don't know that you can spin off quite so quickly. So I think it's a hard. It's not funny. No. The emotions I don't know that you could really replicate it unless he's just like a, a serial dad murderer and he does it again. Like I guess that could work. I have. Like, no what's your idea. envisioning of the second one? I think that maybe he well the question is like does he have a family of his own at this right. point right because it isn't about it's interesting that the love the relationships he earns through being a less cruel fascist by the end of this movie is one that he can't really ever have so it's yeah. almost a tragedy in a way that he learns love kind of it, yeah. but it's a love that's out of reach like I guess maybe most dads love sort of yeah. hard to Hard to realize totally, and actualize. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess the dream for him is that he marries the other person, gets to kiss her some more, uh, and see what happens after that. Yeah, maybe. I know she wasn't particularly. Uh, she was okay. She wasn't that funny though. I don't. I don't think that she's like lead, like oh lead performance material. No, she honestly didn't have a ton to do, and she didn't do much with her stuff. No. Mernie's the king of making a, making a meal of yeah. shit. She Bernie was just, well, she did her job. And Carol Kane also. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that would be a sick yeah. spinoff. Like Carol Kane comes back. Yeah. Helga. Oh, Romanian God. nanny. So fucking funny. Oh, <laughs> no, she was Romanian. Oh, no, she does come back. She does come back because she's sitting in the audience. Oh, you're right. That's such a fucking funny trope. Of like, well, let's get the whole cast to just sit down. No, but the fucking funniest thing, and we can end on, is like the the end of this movie is that Vin becomes a stage director. Yes. And he gets Again, the whole this roses. This yeah. is biographical for him because Vin is this guy who thinks of himself as extremely artistic, as sensitive, but he feels like pegged into this action star thing and he wants mm-hmm. to try other things. Yeah. Him like directing this stage production is it, it's mirroring onto his life. I swear to God. It's amazing. This is a great read of the movie. I think it's unfortunate that I don't know that that means sort of eliminates a pacifier too. Cause I, I don't know. He's already done like his second biopic with Riddick probably. I feel like, you know, he probably feels like that's a the second half of his life story. Yeah, true. Yeah. There but is I'm a not... Riddick movie coming out also. Damn. Fuck. Where they go to his home planet of Furia? Yeah. I guess I... so. Yeah. 
Yeah. Boy. Uh, boy. Yeah, those were not good. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Hey, I'll watch them all. I don't care. Anymore. Yeah, that's our problem. We got a problem. <laughs> we'll watch uh, another Cars fucking movie if it comes out. Oh, God. Uh, you will, too. You're sort of in. You're fuck. You're, you can't no, I'm escape. Locked in. I'm locked yeah. in. No. Yeah. Well, I hope. Um, I hope Chelsea can make it next time. Absolutely. So, um, she's your best. hilarious and um, would have been very fun. So hopefully she can make it next time. And yeah, thanks again for for um, saving the show. Uh, thanks for having me. You're what? you're a real, yeah, a real. Um, I don't know. I guess you're better than Vin. You didn't kill any. You didn't get anyone killed. Uh yet. Yeah. Okay. But I did shit myself. So. <laughs> <laughs>